Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening? This is your boy Matt Montague back on Dying to See Me. I am uh, blessed to be here today with one of my all time favorite fighters of MMA, uh, Mr. Nick Diaz. Uh, thank you so much, man, for coming on here. Um, I said I'd do a short one with you because uh, I'm a humongous fan. Um, when, what year was it that you really started to train for MMA? I know you were, you were uh, with Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, but w w was that like, you know, 11, 12 years old? Um, yeah, I was probably 12. 12-ish? Yeah, I was... Yeah. I was I guess I guess maybe even yeah you're right seven eight nine ten because I was I was uh, watching UFCs my my um, my aunt on my dad's side she had a, a genre of video collection yeah and it had consisted of um, UFC one two three four yeah and Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal right. and um, I think the movie Beaches yeah. And uh, so that's when you really were like, "Fuck it, dude! This is what I want to do." Yeah, uh, die hard. Fuck yeah! And um, <laughs> yeah, sure, I did karate. My also my, my uncle, he was um, uh, like a seventh dan aikido and and uh, yeah, judo. So martial arts was part of the up. fucking fam, right? Uh, it it was it was on my dad's side. My dad did fencing and stuff like that, and then uh, and so I I did. I did. I did the Aikido, and I was, you know, I'm watching the UFC, so I wanted to, I wanted to, sure, you know, you know be a little more uh, active, uh, offensive, or like, yeah. you know, I so, wanted to do, you know, I wanted to be John Claude Van Damme. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you want to jump around, yeah, fuck, dude, in like, flying in kicks like and shit, boxer and yeah, Lionheart, yeah. and I wanted to, I wanted to right. do that, and so I, I started um, when I turned 16. I, I, I watched Hoist Gracie, and it was like. I found somewhere to do jujitsu, and then, and the people who had talent, they were coming from um, Caesar Grace to be Caesar Grace Jiu-Jitsu in Pleasant Hill. Yeah, um, the, the guys that were teaching um, and had technique and 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 trained with the gi on, and so I I bought a gi and I did my first uh, jujitsu competition. It was real intense too. Was, I was a white belt, and, and uh, I went in there and I met David Terrell and. And uh, Gil Castillo, and Steve Heath, and Caesar Gracie, and um, um, this guy, um, this guy Macaco from Brazil was coming in with these other Brazilian black belts, and they didn't speak English, and it was really foreign to me because yeah. I never heard anybody. I never even heard um, being. 15 years old, I had never heard anybody speak Portuguese like that before. Right, right, da, right. Da, 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 da. You know, like, I, I was I was like, what the? <laughs> it's, it's scary. Yeah. You know? Especially in competition, they're yelling, you know. Yeah. Loud as fuck, too. Loud right? as fuck, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, um, yeah. And you have David, he was kind of the wrestler, but he was uh, Caesar's black belt. I don't think he was a black belt at the time, but he was going up against black belts and, and um it was it was it was a it was a rough it was a pretty intense tournament that, yeah. that I went to it was, I think it was my first first jiu-jitsu competition right and, and then so from there I, I just traveled to do competition I did capital city grappling tournament and, and there was a bunch of different martial artists there that were there to do a grappling tournament and boss Rutten was there and they had um judo 
two, they were good five points for judo throws. Like Fuck. high amplitude. So right. If you fucking truck somebody, <laughs> right. you get five points. So people were really going for throws. And they're like everything they wanted to do were the it five points. It was a pointers. cool tournament because yeah. it had different rules than like what you see now. It right, was right. cool to see tournaments like that that, that just had like um, different settings for like rules and sure. stuff. And, yeah. And um, and, and I, I did really well in that thing, man. I... I I beat these guys. I was just a skinny 16-year-old, and I was beating these big, you know, guys. Early guys, yeah. So many guys were, like, on steroids. Back then, yeah. Swole, and yeah. I was just a skinny kid, and I was beating people. Um, when, when, when you started training with, like, Jake Shields and Gilbert Melendez and your brother and really formed, like, you guys were really the first fucking team uh, – if it makes sense, you know, of MMA, man, you guys were the fucking, you guys were the pioneers, you know? Um, and when you guys were in different organizations, I just always loved the way you guys brothered up and fucking always supported everybody, no matter if it was, you know, like, like you said, a white belt that was going to their first tournament. I've seen you and your brother and, 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 and Jake at different places and like, fuck man, like you guys really support, man. That's, it's, it's, a uh, it's commendable. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, we were a pretty solid group. Yeah, really dope group, man. Um, so <clears throat> when you when you came over and you started to really, really like, fuck, man, this is my thing. This is what I want to do. Did you ever think that you know you would be where you're like looked at as one of the pioneers of MMA? I had no idea what I was in for. Right. I, I, and then, I, yeah, I had no idea what I was in for. It was it was really rough being a kid back then. Um, that's all I had. And then I got really good at it. And um, it wasn't until after I fought George St. Pierre that I got really thrown off. You know, I started going. I'd already been to other countries to compete, but then once when I went to Canada and I got kind of screwed around out there and, and I got... You know, I, I missed a press conference, and then I had to fight BJ. Things were really getting stressful. And then, so I took a break um, after I fought Condit, I think, and I took a break, and then I came back and I fought Silva. Right, so before I fought Silva, I was racing around, running around, you know, really depressed, went through like a, a really solid breakup, another one, you know, like the, the fights were kind of like the glue that would hold sure. these long relationships right, right, right. together that I would find myself in. Sure. And, and uh, then I, so yeah, I would, I would just be a, a complete disaster after getting through with the fight and then going through a breakup. Cause without the stability of a fight camp, I couldn't maintain a relationship. Sure. I was yeah. just, you know, off, off the chain. Right. And um, <clears throat> as I should have been, cause you know, it, it was always, even fight camps weren't a stable environment for holding a normal like relationship with anybody not just you know um yeah so it was you know the the only thing i was holding together was my teammates and stuff like that and i really did well with that but I, I pulled us all together i was the one that pulled us all together and that's why you see what you see when when um you see a a, a group of guys or a team of guys that that did really well and um so you know, after I, right, so after I took this break and I found somebody, I met this guy, Frank, you know, I and he was, you know, housewives, 
Beverly Hills, and he was kind of like on Bravo TV and stuff like that. And so he took me to Dallas to meet, um, to meet some 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 um, somebody who would manage me for a you know to make a comeback. And so we found that, and then I made a solid comeback. I made a pretty good comeback. I, I fell short on a week or two out of training. I hurt my ankle, and then so I was a week out of training for that camp. I think I could have really won that fight if I didn't screw off in the first two weeks of training camp. Yeah. But, but it just shit happens. And then, so, um, yeah, really bad. So, um, but I pulled that off, and then after the fight, immediately I was just, you know, in wonderland and depressed and getting drowned by fans and, um, this is kind of how I got to where I am now. Sure. I, I don't think people understand either too. Like, right. Uh, fans are great to have, right. Obviously, but drowned. you know, you need that fucking time and yeah. to your, uh, I was drowned by, by, and then, you know, I finally, I found groups of friends here in this city or in that city to, sure. to kind of hang out with. And right. I didn't want to go home because yeah, home yeah. just reminded me of like, yeah, bullshit. Things that were kind of going well, but then went on the rocks and fell apart. So I didn't want to go back there. Right. And so, yeah, I stayed, you know, in Vegas and L.A. And um, then I went back home finally um, during pandemic. I was noticing I was having a lot of issues, you know, it was just just stress. And then after that fight, I didn't go I didn't go back into a training camp. So I didn't rehab, you know, sure. like, I, I didn't know I had I had a neck injury. I think all of us fighters have like neck injuries and stuff, but um, I went down on a bike and tweaked my neck, and I didn't, I didn't rehab it. I just was like, oh, you know, I shook it off, I'm like, man, I shook it off, and just went and, and um, started looking for, you know, the, the next thing. You sure. Know? I, I didn't plan on coming back to fighting for a while, so I was taking a break, and I was looking for a CBD thing, and I pulled a tequila thing together. All just a bunch of just bullshit. Like sure. I, I really should have just focused on my health and athleticism yeah as i normally would but i was just scattered and being pulled this way and that way so i finally went back home during pandemic because i didn't uh, you know who knew if the world was ending right so right. i went home to see my family and um kind of tried to copy the model of like where i was hanging out you know in nice places sure stuff like this and uh, at my house and like at home, it, it didn't work well. You know, right. it's not just ghetto. So all of a sudden I had like, you know, just, it was just a mess. I was like, you know what? All right, that's it. Everybody out of here. And then, and I was like, I'm just sitting there by myself after being around all these people in nice places and then coming back home and remembering all this stuff that how I became a fighter when I was a kid and just my whole life went came right back to me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm what the heck? I need to train again and fight again. And I said, because I wasn't even thinking about it. I was thinking about, you know, making, making a, uh, some business deals work. And, and sure. But then I'm like, dude, I'm a fighter. I don't know what I was thinking, you know. And I, and I, um, so I went into a training camp, and um, I kind of got backed into it too, because, um, I was in between management. It wasn't like when I went and found, um, a group, to work with and and organized my situation. I went back and forth between the the people I was working with and some of the old people I was working with during this training camp and, and my trainers. And so I, I couldn't amount to a level 
level of athleticism, I needed to be competitive, and I knew that going into the fight. And then I was going into this fight like, oh man, I really got it coming. So I didn't really go in there like to win. Yeah. I, I just I just needed to get that that first fight out. I hadn't fought for a long time. Right. And um, yeah, I, I'd never fought under those conditions, but um, so afterwards I was like, you know, what the hell do I do? You know, I'm like, what's going on? I'm all messed up. I had a really messed up camp, and so I, I, I started uh, doing all sorts of different therapies, and you know, and, and this and that, trying to, you know, pull myself back together so I can, so I can uh, stay competitive for n another couple years. So I'm making a lot of progress. Good. I'm making a lot more progress, and fuck yeah. And um, do you want to fight again? Yeah. 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 I want to fight again. Um, is it MMA or do you want to just do boxing? Oh, uh, you know what? Like just fuck it, whatever comes. Yeah, whatever makes the most sense. Yeah, right. I'm Good just doing a lot of rehabs and therapies yeah. and trying not to. Um, I haven't overtrained my whole life, and it was just. But you know what? I was also really um, durable and and uh, well well put together. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like I said, after that after that silver fight, I didn't go back and like you know do a lot of rehabilitation i just sure. trashed myself pretty good you know um after that fight we just got dragged this way and that way i don't mean trash myself but you know moving around um trying to do like a trying to trying to do different line of work is just like you're like okay you're a fighter you train every day and you work on fitness and and you know you focus on your body and and then all of a sudden when i'm focused on conversations money conversation money conversation it, it it really takes you out of your element. And sure. then going back in, I was like, man, what the hell have I been doing? And so now I, f I focus on just, you know, just fighting. Yeah. Uh, and um, and getting to where I, you know, getting to where I can be most optimal. Sure. Do, are you still doing like, uh, I know you were doing like triathlons and swimming and cycling. Yeah. So that's the thing too. I went back home and then, you know, uh, it was a mess during during you know like my whole all my stuff got robbed. I had like I had you know I tried to go pick up the pieces where I left off and I got I just was you know it was like my whole house burned down or something. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what? So I left town. And um, yeah, I go back there now. It's just not the same, you know. So sure. I prefer training in like nicer, cleaner facilities and sure. stuff like that now. Yeah. And they've got like they, out here they've got um, a lot of different. Um, they got a lot of different gyms, but they got a lot of different physical therapists, and they have, uh, you know, they have the UFC PI. They have everything there for you. Right. Um. So um. So yeah, I've been doing most, you know, most of my stuff out here right now. Fuck yeah. So, um, do you have a fight scheduled, or are um, you just going to try to rehab in the my, neck? In my mind, I always have a fight scheduled. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what'll happen. Right. Right. So. Uh, but I mean, if they called you and said, "Hey, man, you know, eight weeks short camp," you know, obviously you got a neck issue that you want to get fixed, right? And 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 get yourself yeah, right back. It into depends shape. on yeah. It, it all depends. I mean, everything, everything, right? Yeah, it all depends on like you know who I might be fighting, and right? What's what's on the table, and, and um, I, I um, yeah, I'm just trying to get my head in the right spot, and and um, because a lot for a long time I was like, who am I gonna fight, like? You know, I'm, yeah. it made sense to go back and and I had that one coming with Robbie Lawler. So I made right. sense to go and fight him <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it just 
It kind of made a little bit of sense. And, and I think MMA fans wanted to see that fucking fight, right? That was the... I don't know. That was the fight. I don't know. That's not something I wanted to do, but no? it was something that, like, I was like, all right. Fuck it. Um, I, I, I needed to go and fight. Sure. You know, and I wasn't... I wasn't... Um, I didn't have anybody else to fight. Yeah. There wasn't nothing else out there. Is there somebody right now that you'd like to fight? I mean, um, I, I always want the, the biggest fights. Just yeah, fucking whoever, Yeah, I want the biggest right? fights, so the, the closest thing to get in the biggest fight is, yeah. is, is if not the biggest, you know, if, if I can't get a, like a, a world title shot, then, yeah. then, you know, I'd try to take the closest thing to it. Yeah, so. maybe the next best, but yeah. other than that, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, unless we can make some sense out of it, but right. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still trying to explore and figure out. Um, yeah, the plan is, the plan is to find happiness and good things, you know. Yeah. Well, I I I so hope just, that uh, I hope that you can get there, man, because you know your headspace is uh, is very important. You know, it's very important. Um, yeah. you're not going to win no fucking fights and you're not going to win. You're not going to be able to do shit without the right headspace. You know, I have, I had anxiety for fucking so many years, like bad. Like I thought I was dying type shit. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got shot uh, yeah. multiple times. Yeah, I, got, I got stabbed and shot yeah. at. So I didn't, and I forgot all, about, all of that stuff until I went home. Yeah. I went home and I was like, oh man, I'm yeah. through it. I got shot when I was 18 and, and I never had no problems. And then yeah. I got like 30 something. I'm like, fuck everything. Freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Once so, I got back into the right hit space, though, shit was shit was good. I, I I've been in nice places for so long. I went back home and I was like, I almost got killed here my whole life, and I feel like that again now. Yeah. I need to get the hell out of here, and so, so I got out of there as quick as I can. I still got people trying to get me to come back, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'd rather not. Sure. Go yeah. Back there. Fuck that. Right. Fuck I feel that. safer here yeah. where there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Nice people walking around. Yeah. People yeah. are at their best. You right, know? right, right. It's just like, yeah. man, haven't I worked hard enough? I think to like be surrounded by nice people and not go back there and and see all these. Because I went back home and I was like, I saw my old friends and stuff, and I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. Uh, yeah. And I was like, and then when I left, I was like, oh man, I messed up too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's been a it's been a fucking journey, right? Yeah, it's been. I feel like a battle axe, like just an old. Yeah. You know, just. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm like, dude, come on, you know, like this is a joke, right? Like, help me, help me get back to optimal. Right. You know. So, usually I would just train through and go sure. hard, but I'm like, I can do that for a day, you know. Like last time I went home and I. Before my bikes got stolen and stuff, before all my shit got stolen, I went home. I I rode a hundred miles. I just got out there, fifty miles out. I was like, oh, I'm gonna ride another fifty miles, or you know, twenty five out. I was like, I'm just gonna ride fifty. And then I knew yeah. I, once I got out there, I was gonna have to ride back. <laughs> right. So, so you're like, Fuck so uh, yeah, because I I always I did this ride. I used to do this ride. I would I would I would do like um, twenty or twenty or thirty miles out, and I'd get sixty on the way back. And sure. And I just took it further, and then I, you know, I came back, and just just because it felt so good, good therapy, I really needed it. I hadn't been home for a long time, and then um, at the end of that ride, man, I, I was pedaling around three miles an hour, and I went up on my front wheel and just crashed face first, and I was like, oh, fuck yourself so, all up. Yeah, so I shook it off, and I, like I said, I took off out of town, and then and didn't think nothing of it. Sure. 
But I was like, dude, I'm messed up. You know, like when I went back to train for the Robbie Lawler fight. Yeah. Um, this last fight, I was like, that's right. I fell on my face. Oh my God, that's right. I got jumped at that nightclub. Right. Oh, that's right. I was goofing around with Joe Schilling and he right. punched me in my face and split my lip open. Right. Fuck. <laughs> guys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He gets real pumped up. You know? Yeah, it gets all fired up, yeah, right? Yeah, gets all fired up. It's like, like, all my friends are like that. You yeah. know, I'm like, yo, hey, whew, it's your first time. <laughs> it's your first time. Right. Yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, so I'm like, I didn't, you know, once I started getting back in shape, I'm like, geez, why am I having such a hard time? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I got fucking mangled. And I used to get mangled in training, but I felt great. I was in good shape for it. Sure. But th these were times where, like, we'd finally be on, like, a feel-good, you know? I'd be hanging out, you know, you're hanging out with your friends and all that stuff, and then and then shit gets, shit just gets wild, and, and everybody's like, you know, it's like, Everybody was kung fu fighting all of right. a sudden, like in, in the hotel room. Yeah, and um, and I'm like, and so when I went back, like I said, when I went back to to start training again, I was like, dude, why the, why was I doing all my workouts? Like, yeah, <laughs> why was I doing all these ghetto workouts? Right, right. Like, you know, I couldn't, I should have got back and and been cons more consistent. Yeah, um, with training. The UFC PI man over there, they they got some fucking really dope doctors. It's really good training over there. Do you like that environment better? You have to, right? I like it, but um, I I, I like it. I, I it's just hard for me. I'm really uh, not not the most organized type of person. Gotcha. Um, you know, I used to I, I used to have it my way. I used to teach. You know, because there's a bunch of guys in the room. You know, and it's like, who's gonna teach? Or you're gonna teach? No, I'm gonna teach because, sure. you know, it's you know I, it, I've done more teaching in more hours, so I'm gonna do all the teaching. Right. You know what I mean? That way we can get things to move forward. Like sure. you know, I'm gonna do it like this, right? You know, like this. Okay, you guys get it, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? We'll put it together and we yeah. do it like this. Okay, cool. That way, you know, it's not just I'm sitting there frustrated with like, why don't you know, you're, oh, that's nice, but how about we all do this? Right. Okay, it's a lot better. Isn't that better? Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, it's better. I'm like, okay, I thought so. Good, okay. Right. Good, happy to speed things up. You right. know, so, so I teach, and, and then I'd have my way with things, and then I would train. And it, that, that, that would really warm me up into the day, and then I would, even talking about how I would do it, kind of, you know, I'm like, okay. Like, that was like, it's kind of like a warm-up for me, right? And then, and then I'd, I'd finish my workouts, you know. Cause it's hard to get into the gym and just start hammering it, you know. You get in, and then we start. We figure out what we want to do, and then how to do it, and then we do it. And then after that, now we're all warmed up. Right. So you're all amped up now, and then then you train. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's tough now going into the gym, going right to these specific workouts, and having people coach me and stuff. And like I'm like, you know what? It's it's frustrating me, and a lot of it's wasting my time because I already know all these things. Sure. You know, oh, we well, need to do this. You should do that. And I'm like, I'm sitting here wasting my time talking to people about stuff I already know about. Right. And so a lot of my time is being wasted on, on stuff like that. So when it comes to like the UFC PI, I don't really like to hang out there every day. You know, um, and if I, if I go in there, I want to get into a routine of going there and stuff. But there's a lot of other, you know, sports specific places and things and and stuff out here and then in other cities too so i i'm still kind of like trying to find a little more of a foundation you know to hang out 
the idea was before when I was a little younger, I was gonna open a gym in in um in LA before this COVID thing, the pandemic kind of wrecked all that. I was gonna open a gym there and then teach there and stay there and then make a freaking full on comeback. Sure, but right. That whole thing fell through and I went home and then when I went home, I really you know, I had all the I ran into all these problems, you know. Everybody was having problems. And then, you know, all my shit got robbed and I was like, Well damn, how am I gonna how am I gonna do a training camp like to do a fight when all all my stuff's stolen and then now I'm like, how am I gonna do? So I was like, I better just go back to like, you know, be around people I know, because all the people I know from back home, like they're they're all, I don't even, I I just couldn't really pick up where I left off there. They all sure. kind of let my, you know, nobody watched my stuff. Everybody just my all my shit got stolen. And, Fucking free for all. Right? Yeah, yeah, and just, and then I kind of showed everybody how to how to live their life, and now they're living it. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. You guys are all, you know, everybody's doing really well. I don't want to come in here and yeah and you know disrupt, disrupt that, that habitat sure. you yeah. know i don't want to do that you know yeah. i want to start my own thing and, and i don't want to mess with anybody they're all happy now and i'm glad i helped them to where that they're sure good so yeah i'm just still trying to 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 find some a little more foundation and and um something that works for me so that um i can <clears throat> try to come back and fight some more or um yeah well, I'm excited, man, to see you, man. It's uh, it's been a real pleasure on here having you on here. If you want the fans to and, and everybody to know where to get a hold of you on Instagram, you want to let them know. Oh yeah, I'm Nick Diaz two nine on Instagram. The two oh nine. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming on again. Now, this is Matt from Dying to See Me. Look for all episodes uh, coming out every Wednesday. You can find me on every single social media platform at Dying to See Me. Uh, thanks a lot, Nick, man. We appreciate it. Uh, excited to see you come back. We'll see you guys next time.